This podcast is brought to you by Rental House Productions. For the price you would typically pay to rent high-quality equipment, they'll provide an experienced team of professionals fully prepared to produce any visual media project to your specifications. They want to work in close correspondence with you to ensure that they deliver the desired vision for your video and successfully promote your message. Ready to take your outreach to the next level? Book a free consultation today at rentalhouseproductions.com. Check out the guests. Check out the guests. We're about to bring in. We're good friends. We're connected on LinkedIn. No overthinking, just overdrinking. No overthinking, just overdrinking. Beers and beers, drink away your fears. Let's chit chat for 42 years. Let's hope things don't get too weird. Now it's time for beers and beers and beers. Today we'll be drinking Firestone Walker 805 beer. Like our guests, this beer was created in 1996, and ever since they've delighted the lips of anyone so lucky enough to taste it. I'm sorry, Will, Stephen wrote that. Hailing from Arlington, Texas, he's a seasoned actor who's performed in both theater and film. He's Will Craig. Well, we were close. Yeah, we're about a year off. You're close. Well, I just I needed it to match up with the 1996 that 805 was started in, and otherwise it just didn't work at all. No, no, no. I mean, whatever it takes, man. I mean, if it, the rhyme did the crime, or the rhyme fit the crime. I mean, you could have done something with like 805 and 95. They both end in fives. Will you change your IMDb page to born in 1996 so <laughs> I don't look like an idiot? I'm yeah, yeah. I'm really going all in on this. So yeah. No, Will's Will's a team player. Abs- can, absolutely. I can tell you firsthand. I've I've seen this guy half naked. <laughs> <laughs> True. In the middle of Los Angeles on a building uh, on the yeah. top. A unique experience. It's it's, it's it's for the bit. Please. It's for the bit. Um, so, Will, uh, for the, the fine folks at home, what the fuck is your deal, bro? <laughs> finding out finding out what my deal is, that's a, that's a daily task. A, Isn't it? That a is a deal, task. though. That is its own deal. Finding out what your deal is? Yeah. Jeez. Honestly. Self-discovery. It's, I uh, feel like if you just knew what your deal was, there'd be no problem. <laughs> like you just be kind of. It could be kind of boring though. Yeah. If you just know your deal, like if 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 you, if, if, if you will at age twenty-four. Yeah. If if you had it all figured out right now, it would kind of make the rest of this whole process of life kind of boring. Yeah, right? I mean, if you knew what the puzzle was going to be, I mean, what's the point of having a box lid? Like, mm. yeah, well, I'm not. The pieces would just come put together. You just open the box, yeah, and it'd right? be a completed like, well, puzzle. What would the point be? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, I'm not much of a puzzle guy, so it would save me time. I personally. like doing puzzles with my grandmother. It's a very mm. special time. It's me too. Retweet. Yeah. If they were already put together, she and I would have had nothing. We would just stare at each other. <laughs> <laughs> We'd say the same five right. things over and over. Oh, right. Man. Yeah. I need to revisit my relationship with my grandma. I, we never make puzzles. I never wanted this to be about, you know, putting you down for your relationship. You didn't do puzzles with your grandma. I no, no. She was a smoker. Oh, so. good. What does that have to do with doing puzzles? <laughs> well... <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, it has. That's the thing is, it has nothing to do with puzzles. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying she she didn't do puzzles, so we didn't do puzzles together. She that's smoked. Why it's she smoked puzzle. her rainbow cigarettes, and I talked to her while she was smoking her rainbow cigarettes. She's from Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, she's hard. Okay. She's tough as nails. Oh, they smoke it, cigarettes all over. But oh, they, they do it all over, you know? They do it all Not over. Not just in Brooklyn, okay? But, Anybody can smoke cigarettes if they want to. But, but particularly. That's good. That's good. In Brooklyn. It's almost as Brooklyn. if you're an actor. <laughs> the way that you just slipped into that. Please. 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 I would I would say I would say that he is. What do you what would you say, Steven? I have firsthand experience. I was gonna say, yeah. I would hope that Steven <laughs> would think. <laughs> yes. Will I I dub thee an actor. Oh, say. Thank God. Yes. What was the point yes. of all that money for that piece of paper <laughs> degree? If I could just get Steven to write me off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So will you you come to us from the great state of Texas, Arlington. Yes, is that sir. correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, what was growing up in Arlington like? It's it's outside of Dallas, correct? Like yeah, yeah. It's about it's about forty minutes outside of Dallas. It's right smack dab in the middle of Fort Worth and Dallas. So okay, it's kind of like a midway point between those cities. And so, like Texas is like it's quite the large state. Like I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Right, but like. Is, is it, like, are there, a, like, a beyond the major cities, is it kind of, like, pockets? And then, like, I don't know much about Texas. Like, is it pretty, like, settled throughout? Or is there, like, you Dude, know, you're, no, sparse you're, if you're not in, like, a, you know, metropolis-like area? You're pretty on the money with, with that. Like, if it was as densely populated throughout as it is in cities, like, such as Houston or Dallas, yeah. then Texas would just be a catastrophe. I mean, right. I like. But there's... If you like, if you went from the most eastern point of Texas, the most east as east as you can get, and you drove from there to California, the halfway point, you'd still be in Texas. Like right, dis- right. distance wise, it's that large, yeah, and that vast. And Damn. luckily, the entire state is not as populated all over. So there are some really like beautiful areas, and you know places to go and like hill country and then there's also just open plains area just like as flat as you could be at yeah we were we had ryan uh opton on the podcast last week he's from lubbock oh really that's well that's where my my grandma is from oh yeah 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 so you've done some puzzles in in lubbock i would go that is actually puzzle capital the puzzle capital of the world oh yeah grandma's there my cousins uh all went to school at texas tech um, some still live there. Yeah, that's mm. a really great place. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, I almost went to Texas A&M. In, you did uh, not. You, went to, you almost went to College Station? Yeah. Giga I, Maggie's A. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I wanted to go to, like, a party school. Oh, yeah. Initially, um, my parents did not want me to go to a party school. Oh, really? Yeah, understandably. Um, yeah, well, but good, like, good thing Pepperdine wasn't a party. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely <laughs> not. But they, 
they're like conservative folks. So I was like, Texas A&M is pretty conservative, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. like it, you <laughs> could it, honestly, you could write it off in some aspects. Texas A&M is just a different breed. Oh man. General. Well, it's just a different, like the, the, the poll was like going to college football games where there's 70,000 people. Oh, yeah, that's, that's insane. That, that yeah. is, that's miraculous. Like I have such respect for the Aggies when they're in the sports arena. Mm. There's, there's nothing quite like the Aggies yeah. and their traditions. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's like a- SEC football, like that's pretty unbeatable. Yeah, and they, hey, well, let's not forget they used to be Big Twelve. They, they were, did. they were. They, they used to be like, like everybody else. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but they they have really good like their school spirit is just unmatched. Mm. It's but great. instead, uh, we went to Pepperdine. <laughs> yeah, the, school. the school spirit is also unmatched, just in a different. Way, <laughs> as in it's non-existent. It's, you know, there's none. It's unmatched in the sense that no yeah. one else has as any poor, of it. Oh, no one else <laughs> in the country has yeah. as poor school spirit mm. as we do at Pepperdine. It's, yeah, and that's not shade. That's just a fact. It's re- yeah. It's not talking smack. It's just kind of the no. It's the talking fact. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are. Um, like prideful of their Pepperdine uh, experience, Whoa. but 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 when I say pride, it's like in like the sports culture. The sports culture is like non-existent. Well, yeah. like, it's one thing to be proud to have gone there, but it's not like proud as in like. Oh, like the waves. Like, <laughs> no, it's like I'm proud of the like waves. having accomplished that or like, you know, experiences right. you might have there. But yeah. none of that, at least for me, I f- I'm probably not for either of you. It's not tied to like that, I don't know, sense of like community that you would get from like, you know, no, when going I to games it, every weekend or something, you know? No, when I think, yeah, when I think of Pepperdine in my experience there, I don't think of tailgating no. you know well yeah, it's prohibited they actually i uh, this i i heard they had a tailgate for like a basketball game in like the firestone parking lot oh geez I could not imagine the vibe that that must have been and how odd and uncomfortable it must have been i just feel like everybody would just be so sad yeah, yeah so sad it's 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 a it's a grand paradox but uh <clears throat> i think all their sports pride problems would be uh, fixed if they would just allow drinking on campus. That is just the... Yeah, honestly, yeah. That would change there's, everything. There's, yeah, I mean, the sporting events would change dramatically. Not but, like people aren't already drinking at the sporting events. It's just like it would be a lot easier to just yeah. like have the freedom to like have a college experience. But yeah. yeah. Have you ever said waves up unironically? Never unironically. <laughs> never, never, never. Waves unironically. up. Not never. even the first time. No. I, for me, like at NSO, they said they did that and said that, and I was like, "That is so whack!" Before like right I, off the yeah, bat. Before I even knew like what the hand sign was or anything, whatever I had just I just committed to Pepperdine. I thought that it was just waves like like you would wave your hand like a queen oh uh, like waves you up know? like waving like, everybody i'm in a parade i'm a queen i wave at you <laughs> you know that's like funny. that's what i thought that waves up was mm. but then i got there and i'm like oh god <laughs> i think it was the first night when we were in oh man what was that nso nso was just a nightmare for me oh yeah, yeah. No, i think it was a nightmare NSO, for most for yeah. most definitely. new student orientation was just a nightmare and everybody's doing like these chants and saying 
waves up and stuff. I'm like, I yeah. don't think this is going to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's they're it's, literally paying people to be on the um the pep rally crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're literally you, paid. They yeah. would pay you money just to go yeah. cheer it's, the team on at it, the game. <laughs> it's it's one of the please be in the stands. It's it's one of the more difficult student worker jobs. Uh, like I have a heart out for the people who were subjugated to that experience. Because yeah. I have a heart on for the people that are subjugated. I was gonna say a it. Heart. I'm, I'm somebody <laughs> made the joke. <laughs> I said I have a heart. Oh, out. Okay, all right. Well, I people. just wanted the listeners to know. I wanted it to be clear. <laughs> this well, is a clean show, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a clean show. But we're on Apple Mute, Apple Podcasts, all right? <laughs> this is clean. Are, are we, it actually could be explicit. Are, are we going to shit on Pepperdine School Spirit for the whole hour and a half? No, no, we're not. <laughs> how long have we been going on this? Well, how about this? Well, only a few minutes. Uh, it, it's been a worthy few minutes. It's a worthy tangent. Again, we're not shitting on it. We're just being real. No, but yeah. it what is, else is real, though, right? Like, you came to Pepperdine for a reason, right? Yeah. And that's for, they, they have a, of to counter the uh, lackluster sport enthusiasm, um, they do have a great theater program. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty top-notch, like, would you say? Like, or, well, like, relative to, like, you know, I don't I, know, maybe, like, other schools. Like, I, from what I've heard, at least, like, it seems to be pretty, like, I, thriving, you know? Yeah, I really enjoyed my time mm. um, in the theater department at Pepperdine, and then thus, like, I had some, like, crossover into the music department where mm-hmm. I got to... You know, I was fortunate enough to, like, take voice lessons. That's great. Um, through one of the teachers there. Like, I I enjoyed my time and, and my education. I can't say that that's, like, the same for everybody. Uh, but I really, like, I enjoyed the theater department. Yeah. And the friendships that I made there and also, like, what I learned about my craft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... So, like, looking back at your career in theater, is there, like, one role you had uh, in all the productions that you were in that really, like, stuck out to you as, like, a a really, like, I don't know, life-giving experience? Yeah. Um, You know, I really, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed the show Circle Mirror Transformation. Um, I did that my senior year. Um, I graduated in 2018, but I the show went up in 2017. Um, and that was just like a really great cast. Um, I mean, we had uh, a lot of seniors. I mean, we had Sarah Barney um, and Chris Bazzini and myself, mm. but then we also had like Isabel Klein and Christine Galleon. Like, it was just what felt to be like a really formidable cast mm-hmm. um, and everybody was just casted right to their roles. So I can't really say that it was my like favorite role that I did, but it was, it was the favorite because I had such a good time, like working on that show with those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that where like, I mean, I guess in other, uh, like theater endeavors, I'm sure, like outside of like a school like th- thing or something like that, like, you know, you might not be as familiar with the cast right off the bat, but like, do you think that that helped you like at least like, you know, having some sort of like camaraderie or initially like with your other like castmates and stuff, did that help you like get into the role more or was that, I don't know, like d- oh, did yeah. that bring you into it more or did that take you out at times? Um, no, it for for me, definitely like when you know people in the cast it just 
kind of loosens you up. Like, of course, like in a, in a good way, like it, for me, it makes me feel comfortable and it makes me feel like, okay, you know, this is a safe place. This is a safe room that I can express myself in and I can, you know, do my thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have been in shows outside of like an educational setting where you would know everybody and everybody would be familiar. And that first day when you're in the rehearsal room and it's like, Mm. All right, let's sit down and let's do a read through of the show. There is the air is different because everybody it's we're human. We're trying to figure each other out. We're trying to figure out who is that person? Who is that person? It's just who we are. You walk into a room right. and you size people up and not necessarily in a negative way. Mm. You're just like like I it took me in one particular show. It took me like like a couple of weeks just to like loosen up mm. to make bold choices. Mm to feel comfortable around the group. And that's something that I challenge myself to like work on. Like, no, you don't need, you know, just like go for it, but it's easier said than done. Yeah, right. definitely. Cause like when you're, I mean, when, when you're just like talking to someone just like as an acquaintance, as a friend, right. It's, it's a different energy than when you are like coworkers on a project. Together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah. just a sense of like familiarity and comfort in the room mm-hmm. when you experience that as where like, okay, you know, and it's like to your point, Stephen, like you, if that comes with anything, a new job, you know, new roommates or something, you, mm-hmm. you figure people out and like, it takes you a second to like, how do you work? How do I work? And then how can we work together? Right. Right. And from an acting standpoint though, like maybe, I don't know, I'm just thinking here, like if you did know someone a bit better, would it be maybe a bit more difficult to kind of like disassociate them with like who they are as a person and like who they're trying to be in this role. Like is, do you find that to be difficult? Oh yeah. That could, that could definitely, definitely be a challenge. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody that, that, you know, mm-hmm. is like, you know, you just know that person, like who they are. Right. And then watching them, you know, make a stretch. Yeah. That could be, that could be tough, mm-hmm. but you, I hope, you know, that like other people would maybe feel the same as I do where you want to support that person. Sure. Of course. And you want to kind of like see them give it their all and like take that step mm-hmm. and do that. But there are always weak moments where I'm in the room and sure. I'm like, what? <laughs> what yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. What, wait, what was that? I don't recognize this yeah. person. Or like, come that, on. Like, like shocks yeah. me. And yeah. once you get over the shell shock and you're like, okay, this is the character choice that they're doing. You're okay. But yeah, right. of course there are moments where you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's... That's funny. It, it, it's weird because, like, you know them in a, uh, like, particular light. And then when they, like, break out of that, it's like, huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? You're gonna, you're going that direction. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was, there, was a, there was a friend of mine on a show that we did, like... We went across uh, across the sea to um, to Edinburgh to mm. go do a show, and we were workshopping the show. So, like, none of these roles had been defined mm. or set in stone or, like, done by anybody. So the director was just like, you know, she told, she told the student, she's just like, you know what? Like, go up there, and this is a... He, he, he's a guy, okay? He's a man. And she's like, you know what? Go up there and be a 70-year-old grandma. And so he put on like a scarf and had a fan and like these really big glasses. 
and we all looked at him and it was like a hilarious we we thought it was hilarious but it wasn't supposed to be hilarious ah i get it I you get know it. Yeah, we thought yeah. it was funny because it's like the person we know yeah doing it dressing up so of course we thought it was funny but, but he's like, supposed to just be that yeah <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> not and him then, being when, that but yeah. he's supposed to be that and when the, yeah then when the director like caught our reaction she was like okay um tisk tisk maybe we think mm, we, yeah. we, we rethink this <laughs> yeah so uh, that's cool it's, uh so you were you were in Edinburgh. uh Edinburgh. Yes. what am Edinburgh. i saying it right it's yes. like kind of like scotland a, scotland yeah. yes yeah. i've been i've been actually been three times uh, oh wow to scotland all of them were uh pepperdine theater related mm. yeah oh nice wow do they just have like a, a like facility there uh, they, <laughs> you know it's it's like um it's actually their ip program their okay, international like, programs nice. um so like pepperdine as you two know like has one of the best excuse me like abroad programs mm-hmm. you know in the country yeah uh, for various like portals around the world and the one for the theater department happens to be in Scotland, and so I had the privilege of going on the program twice. The third time, uh, which actually came in between the other two, uh, was just as like a research kind of thing. Mm. But it's a really great program where we get to meet up with a Scottish playwright and collaborate them collaborate with them on a new project. That's awesome. A new play, and we rehearse it sometimes help write it put it on its feet and then do it and do the international premiere at the fringe festival which is the largest theater festival on the planet oh Mm. man yeah that's that's awesome it's really it's really a really like special experience it's not for the faint of heart by any means like some Mm. people think going abroad is like a like a vacation which for some people it might be but for for the theater program it's definitely like you you become a workhorse for the program for sure. Yeah, definitely. So like, what 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 does that look like for uh, someone in the theater department? Like, what 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 do you have to? Uh... A day a day a day in the life on that program. So it's broken up into three stages. Where the first week of the trip, you're in the Highlands, just kind of recovering from jet lag, which is not, you know, it's there's no really stakes there. You're just kind of there to enjoy and get over the jet lag. After that week, you're in Glen, uh, or excuse me, Glasgow, for a month, where you are taking classes, and you're rehearsing, and also trying to like, you know, take care of your body and like, yeah, enjoy, yeah. you know, enjoy. And then, the last three weeks, you're in Edinburgh where you perform. But a day in the life of the, like, rehearsal phase of the trip, you get up and you go to class. So for me. I'd get up and I would go to Glasgow University and I'd take a class from nine to 11, two hours, and then I'd get an hour break for lunch. And then I would go and rehearse from 12 to eight Mm. and with a dinner break in between there. Damn, 12 to eight. Yeah, because we have to make up that whole rehearsal day. Right. There has to be that whole, sometimes it'd be 12 to nine, but uh, it, and then after that you go home and you got to learn your lines. You got to do yeah, your homework yeah. for that class that you're in. Uh, it's 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 a real work. It's real work. Yeah. It's not just like 
And of course, you fit time for fun in. Right, like, right, right. Like, you know, visit the local pubs and yeah. places to eat, you know. If Maybe you, have some scotch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Is just that, whatever else. Do they just have scotch, like, for tap water in Scotland? They're, I, it's way over it's in my the pipes. head, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. way over my head. <laughs> There's oh, yeah. so many different kinds of scotch. Oh, really? And, like, yeah. people are like, this tastes a little peaty. And I was just like, yeah. You've told right. Me. Well, I know what that means. Yes. <laughs> I'm the, the guy world. who knows what you're talking about. Yeah. What, what does Petey mean? Pete. Mm-hmm. Pete. Yeah. What Pete. Is, what does that what, mean? What is that? What is that taste? What is Pete for Pete's sake? For Pete's it's always, sake. It's always Pete's sake. It's I know. always his sake. <laughs> yeah, Pete's got to get over himself. Yeah. Pete's got a little bit of a big head. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't give a fuck about Pete's sake. Calm down, Pete. How about yes. that? Please calm down. How about for Will's sake? Yeah, for, for Will's for, sake. For, for Will's sake, let's take it back. Let's take it way, 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 way back. And before way you back even dreamed way, way about... Way back and way back. Yeah, like bef- before you even considered, oh my God, I can go and be in the Fringe Festival. Right. Like wh- when... When did you first start acting, and then why? Was it, like, a push from your parents, or was it your own inclination, or what? Um, the first time the first time that I started acting, I was in, I was in grade school, and we were doing a Christmas play, mm-hmm. so I think... Timely. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, timely. For hey, uh, for anyone listening, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, and Crazy Kwanzaa to all you Tis little... Tis the season. Tis the season sure for the holidays. Yeah. I was in third grade, and we were doing a play about a reindeer... Or no, I wasn't a reindeer. God. I was a dog. Yes. Nice. Okay. I was a dog. I was one of Santa's dogs, because apparently Santa has dogs, right? Multiple. As we all do. Yeah. And... I can't sing. I like can't sing huh. on you know key or on pitch. How right? sad, but everybody else can. All the, other rain, all, the, all the other dogs can sing. Well, no, no. All the other dogs can't sing. Oh. I'm the only one that wants to. It's oh. like, I want to sing. And they're like, no, you can't. Uh. And then the candy canes showed up and then the elves showed up. Uh. But the, anyways, my teacher, she actually, even though the dog can't like you know, quote unquote, sing on pitch. They have to like sing on pitch. And I was the only child who could like sing on pitch. Yeah. But I had just gotten trouble that day. Like I had just like taken a kid's recorder out from his hands Uh, and like stolen it. Yeah. And, but she wanted me for the play and she, she was like, I'm going to send you the principal. And I was like, no, 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 boy, God, please. <laughs> Many, much more tears, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, okay, you know what? I won't do it if you do this play. And I was like, shit, I don't have to go to the principals? <laughs> that sounds dope. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in a play. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the first theater experience that I had. And then I took maybe like an acting class, you know, a couple of years later when I was in sixth grade. But I didn't really get involved with theater until I was a freshman in high school when my mom made me take a theater class because hmm. she knew the directors at the high school and she thought that it would be good for a kid with ADD to like mm. be in theater mm-hmm. and lo and behold she was right <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it I loved it I didn't know you had ADD what yeah that's a uh, man diagnosed in third grade there you go do you think there was validity to that diagnosis, 
or were they just trying to keep you in line? Dude, no, that's a big that's a big issue now, and especially me. Like, I'm I'm an educator and I'm a I'm a teacher of kids. I'm like, there's definitely people who think like, no, kids are just kids, or you know, oh, they actually have a you know a disorder or something and there is that debate and it's a it's a big one but no I definitely can say after after 24 years I definitely yeah they they got it right for sure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it can it can be it can I but I also will say like it can be tricky for a child to be told at such a young age that there's something wrong with you and like you need to take this little pill so that you right right well, right, yeah. that'll normal. Do so some, you can be that, normal. Yes, that'll do something. That alone. To like give you a little a complex. That'll do something to a kid's head. Yeah, yeah definitely, for sure, definitely. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, uh, I mean. Well then, no, so, no, like, no, not no. To, topic is untouched. Here no, right. Well, but like not to take it like too far. But then, like once you kind of find, because everybody does this in their own way. Like you know, not like a not not a vice per se, but like a um an outlet, right? Like. Did, do you find that, like, with, with you know, through your, your acting and stuff and through, like, you know, just being involved in theater, is, does that kind of, like, keep you, like, in check, just in general? Like, aside yeah. from, like, the ADD thing, but, or, or whatever, I'm sorry, was ADD, ADD issue? ADD. They're different. Yeah, ADD, yeah. Okay. Um, so does that, like, ground you in a way that, like... Um, kind of, like, like makes... Like, quiets everything else down, yeah, you know? You're, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's always it's always been something like to that for for me personally i mean just having that outlet to like throw yourself because for me that's that's what it is like at the end of the day is just we're i'm just i'm playing mm-hmm. like right if i'm if i'm 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 my happiest like will is at his happiest in his life when he's like getting to work on a project yeah like getting to dive into a role you know for whatever you know, performance or entertainment avenue that it is like getting to like throw yourself into a rehearsal or something is where I'm at my happiest because I'm just, I get to play. Yeah. I get to play. And there are, there's a lot of like method and there's a lot of like learning and research involved in it. But for me at the, at its like core, it's just having fun. You just, if you know, that's what I'm doing, I'm just getting to have fun and it kind of quiets everything else out. Is there ever a shift? Because I, I only like I've I have acted, but I'm obviously not an actor. Like you know, like I've I've done it. Don't say when, that. Don't say that. Well, I'm just saying though. Like, no, like, no, well, no, right. no, no. I know Paul that he's not an actor. Well, I'm, I'm just okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying though. Like not obviously not to your level. I don't have n- not an ounce of as much experience. But like, is there ever a point then when you're like figuring out a role or something, or when you're when once you settle in, say. That it like becomes not like per se like playing and and then just like like doing like does does that ever like oh is there ever a switch between like figuring it out and like that's like you know it's like a separate experience I would imagine like when you're developing the the character and then you figure it out and then you're kind of like in it oh of course yeah there is an as there there is a certain aspect of like when you're yeah of course when you're first starting out you like with with any given role like you're experimenting and you are playing right you know? let's try this let's roll this dice you know let's like let's see what happens when i do this but yeah there always comes a moment where you know you're not playing per se and you're locking in yeah you're you're, you're, you're just, like the player yeah 
Yeah, yeah sure. true, yeah. true. Yeah, like you you flip that switch between it's like, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not doing my thing. I'm doing the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's not just. And when I say playing, I don't mean like. It's not like goofing off or. Anything. No, of course. Right. It's, it's just know. like trying out different exactly. options. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. you have to think of it in its most like, fun and enjoyable state, and that is play, and like getting once you have you have to play, you have to try, you have to explore, and once you are able to, you know, land on something and. You mm-hmm. pull in all these different pieces from your research and your experience and your, your witnessing and whatever you've done, and then, yeah, it's time to it's time to go. It's mm-hmm. time to focus, and like, you know, that comes towards the end of the process when you have your product and you're ready to present it and you're ready yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What 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 is that like? What is that moment like? Because I, I don't I don't have. A, much acting experience at all um like I, I like i've done a little improv yeah but that's like more in like the comedic space like mm-hmm. for me like bringing things down to like a very uh you know like raw emotional place like doing that for like other people is something that's like very hard for me to pull off like behind the computer oh, hard for everybody yeah I, I i feel like i i can uh you know handle my own but like like what what do you draw from like it, it, is it like specific like experiences that happen to you or like what what does that process look like for you you know it's it's i don't know if it's i don't know if it's ever been the same for anything to be mm. honest, like there's there are a lot of different processes and a lot of different methods and, you know, steps that you can go through. Right. To find what works for you to give you that that like way in, you know. But for me, like. I don't know, you 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 do draw on your own experiences, you do like you think about you know, how do I relate to this person? But Mm. I try, like, first and foremost to, like, understand them. Like, to turn... the the character? Yeah. To, like, turn off all sort of, like, judgments or, like, predispositions that I have on just my... Like, because I have a take on life just like you and you. Like, we all have different views and opinions, right? And I try and, like, just shut that out and hear from them. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's character, if it's, if it's character Tyler, okay, I'm going to try and just like hear Tyler, like the loudest mm. and, and so, then take it. So like characters obviously change like throughout like, you know, a, a whole story. That's the whole point of a story is you see how the characters change, right? Yeah. Again, this is coming from a place of not having a lot of experience. Do you find yourself more often... Um, taking in the whole of a story and figuring out how to, like, how that character would act at the beginning of the story first? Or do you take the context that you're given, like, from whatever, you know, however it's written in the beginning of, like, maybe the first 10 pages of something um, and interpret that and figure out how that character would act given that information? Or do you, like consider how they change as a whole like from the beginning to the end and then have that inform like how you would like portray a character early very, on for for somebody who says they don't have a lot of experience you're very wise on this subject <laughs> like here you are because you're what you're saying is like you have truth in in all that you're saying because you want to take that immediate context 
because that's the given circumstances. Right. You know, those are, those are your givens. That's there. Yeah. So you want to take that immediate information and know, like, this is my state of being. This is where I am because of what has been told to me or what has been done to me, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm about to do, you know, all those things. But what, what you talk, when, when you talk about like the character journey and yeah. like where they start and where they finish, I feel that that's something that like you read the play and you know it like going in and you just keep it on the back burner. I you, see. You know, you know that like, you know, okay, if I'm Medea, you know, like, <laughs> like you like know where Tyler I'm going to start. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's where my mind no, no, went. No, no, That's no, why no, I no. laughed. I was no, like, wait, no, no, no. I mean like, which Medea? I mean like the like Greek the tragedy p- Medea. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Like, like you, the, the one uh, you performed in Medea at Pepperdine. Did you <laughs> not? Yes, King Creon. Yes, yes. Nice. Uh, nice. But it, it, if, you th- if you think about who, who you are as Medea, like, you know, where you start and where you end. And obviously where you end is murdering your own children and mm. killing your husband. As and, one does. Right. <laughs> so Na- naturally. You know, that, naturally. you know that that's going to happen. So just like keep it on the back burner. I'm sure you're not going to forget about it. But like go with go with what's happening like right now. Right. So because you would say you go. Sorry. I was just, so you would like personally or like in general you would suggest then maybe like going with that like immediate context. Yeah, like, and I mean to like find like like as you're developing your character and figuring out how you're gonna like act, literally like in each scene. I would try not to figure out how I'm trying hmm. to act. Hmm. I would try to be informed on what the situation is, and like what sure. is what is going on. Like you know, when I talk about that character, like and reading the story and knowing who they are, like I want to know about it. And I want to be informed and I want to have all that stuff just like on the surface bubbling and then go in. Right. And just let's just see what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Because let's, like I'm de- not trying to force anything. Depending on like where you are within the arc of the story, it's like that's going to be dependent on the circumstances of that scene in particular. Exactly. And I don't want to I like. It's tough sometimes in scenes like you're given direct direction. You're just straight up told, like, this is how you need to be. You can see it written into the script. But, like, try and just, like, go in and just, like, be open to, Mm. like, listening to to what happens. Like, just just listen. Just try and listen. So what's what's that, like, um, uh, like director actor relationship like for you because it seems like you kind of have a like a philosophy that you kind of like come into a certain role with and like in theater in particular like have there been any like clashes with your perception of how you're supposed to approach a role versus a director's vision for your role there i've i've never I've never had a a clash with a director on on the way I thought a role should go. Um, I think partly because I just I've been blessed with like great directors and great directors are smart directors. So they're smart, intelligent people capable of of reading and knowing like like what's going on. So we all kind of like see eye to eye like. Yeah, 
Like, this is the way that something should go. But what I really, like, look for and, like, like favor for a director is just, like, somebody who's going to talk to me. Mm. Like, somebody that I can just, like, you know, if we call cut or, you know, we're taking a break from rehearsals or something, I can just, like, go over to the director and be like, what do you, like, what do you, th- what do you think about, like, what's going on? You know, like talk to me, and they'll be like, right, oh. and just be real about it, right? Like, yeah, exactly. You know. And then I've I've had some directors where when I go up to them and I say, yeah, what do you think about this? What do you think about what I'm doing here? And they'll say, what do you think about it? Oh, come on, it's mm. tough. That's I mean, those some those directors have really challenged me, and they've made me like really grow. But mm. that's. Sometimes I'm like, no, I just want your approval or like, disapproval. Like is, 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 right. is that is that helpful? It as, is as, it, as an actor, like like it, it challenges you to grow. It in, but like it, in yeah. the moment, is it yeah. really helping with like that scene in particular? In the, it, it actually it's helping all around. It's the toughest thing to hear when they're just like, well, what do you think? Like it's it's the toughest thing to hear, but it honestly is the thing that's gonna make you grow the most mm. because. Yeah, they're they'll be there, and they'll if they're a director worth their salt, like they'll tell you, you know, they won't let you fall on your sword. You know, they'll tell you like, don't do that. You know, they'll let you know. Mm. But it is it is tough, but it makes you grow the most when you can like kind of abandon that like need for approval mm. and need for assurance all the time when you can just right. be like, I don't know, I'm gonna trust myself. And they're gonna they're gonna steer me, you know. They're gonna guide me on this journey. Right, because I mean, in theory, that's what they want from you anyway. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, they don't want to hold your hand, right? You know, but I do like somebody I can just like go and talk to a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I've only directed once, but the oh, the, the guy no who, the the guy who was the star. In uh, in my film, I I appreciated the fact that uh, we had good rapport enough that in between scenes we could talk candidly. Yeah. Oh, for for, for the listeners, Stephen Stephen, my director, this man directed me an unknown caller play that he directed and wrote. Oh, thanks. So props off to that guy. Yeah, yeah, that that was. Uh, that was a really cool experience. We were like kind of like scrambling for for an actor because uh, we had the uh, shooting dates all set, and Isabel Klein, our wonderful p- producer, episode four appears in mirrors. Check her out. They're not plugged. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, she she uh, was able to bring on Will. Will Craig onto I, the project. I, I remember. I I remember exactly what I was doing on that day too. I remember where I, I was at work and I was about to go back inside and be with um be with the kids that I that I teach and I was just like I got an email, and it, or at first I got a text from Isabel and she was like you know would you be willing to do this thing and I'm like you know here I am an actor and I'm a, I'm teaching at preschool and I'm like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah I'll do whatever you want <laughs> what is it is it a porno yeah, what I'm are like, we doing yeah, yeah, yeah. we Sign could stray up. away from the adult film but that was it <laughs> it was a really good experience doing unknown caller mm. and like also getting to watch you as a director was like a treat for me because I know that you're just gonna take what you learned and keep on growing mm-hmm. yeah well it it was 
like a like completely like foreign experience and i wanted to like do everything that i could to like be prepared going into it because like you know I'm a novice, you know. Yeah, but you you have your degree. You've studied. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely, definitely. But it's it's just like a lot of people have their degree. A lot of people study. And a lot of people don't, like, do the preparation necessary to, like, pull it off and, like, make sure, like, that the set is, like, on point. But, like, I, I appreciate that you said that, though. Like, it does, like, it is, like, something that you have to put a lot of time into, like, thinking about. It's not, you know, because not anybody can do it. It's not like just anybody could do it. No. And, like, sometimes I feel like these, like, arts uh, endeavors can be kind of, you know, like, shrugged off by, like, maybe, like, you know... As like a business major or something, but it's like yeah, anybody that's nine to five or something. But like we have like a wealth of knowledge just on something that they don't know about. But that doesn't mean you know, or maybe it's not like as widely known or universally known. And there is that kind of bit of like instinct and stuff that like maybe doesn't come into play as much if you're like you know punching numbers and things. But it's like it's a craft, and like you do have to pay attention to like yeah. you have to be well read or like you know watched or in the, in this case, but like read too. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. there's so much that goes into it, and so being prepared is super important, and that's what makes a difference between like you know a, a director that will like either you know like uh, people are gonna hate him on set or people are gonna love him on set or yeah. you know what I mean. Like there are all kinds of things that are apl- applicable to like what you do and everybody has own you know path in their own lane of like what they need yeah i mean i think that's why i think like as artists you know as as theater makers as film makers like we have a privilege to be so well read because if you aren't informed on the topic yeah. or subject you know that you're that you're portraying or bringing forward then do you really even have the right to like do that so we get to like dive into those things and we get to constantly be learning and and molding our minds Mm. so that we can like be prepared to share what we have learned yeah it's it's we we have a privilege and we have a duty i think it's really really special well and i can say too like from having been around like that set as well like a bit a couple days i was around you know just doing different things here and there where i was you know as needed and such um it was Great, and and among like other sets of well, as well, of course, like other students has, but like this one in particular, like it seemed like people were um, taking responsibility and like you know showing up and like understanding that there was a job to be done. Oh yeah, you know, as oh, opposed yeah. to like there's been plenty of sets where like people Jesus. are kind of fucking off and like or like don't know literally what to do. Yeah. Like, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, why are you even involved in this? Um, yeah, yeah. But it's it's good to see, you know, when. Uh, young folks or, or folks that like aren't as experienced as they'd even like to be at least taking it seriously at like the very yeah. least is like so important oh yeah. yeah our set our set was i thought we had a great time like i really enjoyed mm. it i've been on some sets like some student film sets and it's not been yeah. right that it, yeah. it was really i really enjoyed myself yeah I, I i was really happy with how everyone operated too and you know, if you know me, you know that like uh, 
you know, most of the time, I'll, you know, I like to be a little <laughs> bit facetious and like, I, like you know, a little off script, you know, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, off the page, you know, right, right, whatever right. it takes. Mm. But like going into like this process, like being like the director, it's like a little bit there. There's a you know, there's a little bit more severity that comes with the role. It's like a you, more structure. Yeah, you like bit. you need bit. to yeah. kind of be like calling the shots a little bit more. So I mean, literally, right? Exactly. <laughs> you literally you call need to be the calling shots. the shots. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so it's like I, I I wanted to like be in control without like going like on a power trip and like yeah. having people be like, okay, this guy. Is becoming neurotic through the process. See, like, I never got that. I never got that vibe, like, on Unknown Caller that there was, like, some sort of dictatorship running. Like, we knew who was in charge and we knew who was calling Mm. the shots, right? But we never felt like, like, that we were just in this, like, rut of, like, listening to this one person. Like, Mm. we all knew we had a job to do and we were listening to the person giving us the commands. Of course, there were tough moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, you, 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 uh, I think the toughest come, came down with hypothermia. I think the toughest moment <laughs> was like, I jumped into the pool and then getting out and realizing that we were going to keep doing that. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. That was the tough, that, I think that was the toughest part of the whole it, process. It was probably like, mm, what was like, 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 48 degrees. It like, wasn't a particularly warm fit. night here in Calabasas. It, no, it yeah. wasn't. It was like the sun was out. And I was like, why the hell are we in this pool right yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The sun was out as in it was not out. It was yeah. pitch black. It, gone. <laughs> yeah. gone. The dead of Eva- night. Evacu- the dead of evacuated. Evacuated. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, evacuate the dance floor. Had you ever been uh, shirtless on screen or uh, pantsless on screen before? You know, that, I, uh, that I scene? never, I never like I'm I'm you know, I'm shirtless and like pantless like quite a bit in this film. You um, are, yeah, you know, like, like, like a good, like a, a number good, of a, scenes. Good, a good amount. Yeah. Like there was, I, I, I remember laughing because like I had never commuted or communicated so much with like a director or an ADA or somebody about, without a shirt. Like I'm like, what kind of underwear do I need to bring? Right. <laughs> because like that's what I would be shooting in is just underwear. I've never communicated so much about underwear, but like once we like you know we like did all that like it was it was fine it was good. But I definitely was like, I don't have clothes on. Ever. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's like another learning experience, right? I mean, there aren't many because, like, I guess on a stage, like what you're wearing is so important. Like it, it, t- it tells mm. so much of the story and mm. it changes a lot more often. And, you know, like like it holds a lot of influence. Um, and I guess like the lack thereof of like wardrobe can be, you know, important, too. But like, I guess it's I feel like it's more common in films to, to kind of like be without you know yeah. um, so I guess did you think that that was like a good learning experience to kind of like Actually, let you know yourself just kind of like just say what it needs to say about the scene as opposed to like you know all the bells and whistles and stuff not yeah. that like that's not I'm not, not not to throw any shade at theater because like I'm just saying like that no, that no. enhances the you know the experience you're talking like, you're, you're asking about like the like shooting a film like as opposed to like a theatrical production yeah like and, and like how did that like how did that affect like the way you approached a scene like where you knew you'd just be like in say boxers or something like that like yeah it it's definitely like 
it's it's just it's just a different beast. Not mm. that one beast is, you know, more qualified than the other to Mm-mm. like tell a story. Mm. Of course, like you guys know, like anybody can tell a story. Yeah, but I think they're just like different animals. Well, I just mean like for the sake of like like I made up. I may have phrased that poorly. I meant like I feel like. Maybe it's not true. I don't know. I feel like in within the realm of film, there would be more opportunities. I'm still like fixed. I'm just thinking about the whole like not having like as many clothes on thing. Like, yeah. I feel like there are m- more opportunities on a, like uh, on a film to like have less clothes on than, than yeah, like on a I stage. I definitely think I definitely think there's more time on a film set to be without those yeah. clothes. Yeah. Because if you factor in all the time it takes for like, you know, resetting you know, moving to a different shot, like, like, you know, for this unknown caller film that, that Steven and I and you, that we all did together. Yeah. Like, well, I was only a little bit. Well, you were there. It doesn't Come matter. On. It, it was doesn't there. matter. I was, there. There. I was there. there. I was there. He was there. He was the guy. Not the point, though. Not only was he there. He was also in the shot. I was an extra. He was in the shot. He was in the film. I walked through a shot. I walked through a shot. And, uh... I was in a shot too. But so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty much co-starred with Will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when but we, anyway, anyway. When 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 we were when we were shooting when we were shooting that like there that film there was a particular like scene where I and another young lady Christine Gallion <laughs> yes right episode two I think three two two episode, episode three. three. You can find I'm it an on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she and I were doing a scene where, you know, we were, mm. you know, it was intimate, right? Well said. And well said. she, like, when you think about the amount of time you actually see it on the film, it's maybe 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. less than that. Probably it's, like 10. It's, but it's, the it's amount like, of time that we spent oh, man. filming, and not just like shooting shots, but like, resetting moving you know readjusting all of that we were without like our clothes for a good portion and it was a closed set and so like that is what's different than theater where theater it's just like you'll rehearse with your clothes on and then it'll be like once we get to this moment in the show you will only have your undergarments and then that uh, will be, yeah. and then that will be the scene and then we will be on right. with it as we're film it's like here we go this is a closed set everybody and it's an intimate scene. Well, there's so then, there, there's just a lot less like rehearsal for film. It's like, oh yeah, you kind of show up and have to just right. get on the horse and go. Right. Well, it's like personal, like you would have to rehearse on your own or something. Like if you really wanted to, and maybe not rehearse, but like at least just run your lines and like get into the scene, yeah. mm-hmm. know how to approach it beforehand, whereas, and then you got to show up and and deliver. Right. Whereas for know? theater, it's like it's. It's more of like a communal process, like the whole way through you're rehearsing together because it is like a big production. But with film, it's like everything's set up at this one specific like weird location that you need to show up for. And it's like once you're here, it's like, okay, time to go. It's nice. That's what that what is nice about like the theater is like getting to have that that time to rehearse is just. It's, it's precious because of the time you're spending with such amazing people, but also you get the time to fail. Mm. Like you get the time to mess up and go, okay, no, that, that wasn't the right choice. Like let's try another one and another one and another one. However many times it takes to like 
find the choice that makes it work. As where with film, you might get three or four tries to like find something that works and then you got to like stick to it. Yeah. And that's, that's hard. It's that's, difficult that's, for it's, sure. It's, it's, it's really tough because nobody's, nobody's perfect. And mm-hmm. especially not, at, not at a craft like that. Like, so it's, it is, that is where like having the rehearsals for a theater or for a theatrical show is, it's nice because you get the opportunity to just mess up right. and just learn from it. So you, you talked about like, like playing earlier mm-hmm. and on a film set do you do you feel like there's like not not as much room to like play like that no this is now of course this is coming for me and i'm not the i'm not the expert on like unlike anything but like for for me and my particular like you know where i am with film and like my career and my experience and everything like as soon as i step onto like a film set or a TV set or something, the stakes are just up mm. for me because you you know we're on a time frame. Yeah, yeah. We're on a, well, we're on a just time the, frame. We're on a budget. We got people here that we're paying. You got to get it and go. We got it. We got. You know? We got to get this thing yeah. going. Yeah. The, the, and the, so the, you got to like do blood pressure for everyone is just like not. Everybody up. is yeah. just kind of like you like everybody's just kind of like on edge. Yeah, doing their thing, but like. That's where that's where uh, me on my own like I'm gonna I'm gonna do as much as I can on my own getting myself ready. Of course, nothing is gonna prepare me the most for like when I get in the room with that other person to do the thing. But I come in as prepared as I can be. But I when I when I come on to like a set like that with with recording, the the stakes are. I feel the stakes. They're, they're, they're ratcheted. They're up. They're up. They're yeah. ratcheted a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for you, cause like for, for me, like I, like I, I can think back to a few times on set where, where I was trying to direct, but I, I just like didn't feel like I was articulating what I wanted to get across uh, well enough. Mm-hmm. So f- for you as an actor, what what makes like the best direction? Hmm. I like that. I like that. That's a that's a really tough question and a really good question. Um, and I feel like you could get a thousand, if not more, different answers. Right. It's a bit. It's a bit subjective. It, it, it definitely is, bit, is subjective. Is bit, but we want to know what your yeah, this, <laughs> perspective this is, about, is. This is about me. Yeah. It is. is. It's your podcast. Um. Yeah. For me, like, what you're asking, what I would want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, what, like, not like what you would want to hear, but like, what, like, what, like, cuts through the most effectively. Like, what, what is like the level of like. Specificity, specificity, specificity. <laughs> we got there. We got there together. High five! Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I nice. think, I think for me, it's just like somebody who, somebody who just like understands like what, like what, what, what's going on. Mm. A director who mm. is in the know of the scene and like what we're. Or, are we dealing with something really personal? Mm. Are we dealing? Mm, like, I this, see. Yeah. Are we dealing with? Uh, is this a character who's who's really just gone through something? 
and like really been through like a trying time or is this is this a character who's like they they couldn't be doing any better they're really firing on all cylinders they just got that job promotion you know they're with the person they want to be with you know i want to be with the director who like who who knows what is going on and can like approach me when i'm in a headspace yes like if okay. i'm that's what i was going to if mm. i'm if i'm in a headspace for a character who's just been down on their luck things ain't been going like their way i want a director who's going to be able to approach me and be like right okay, okay you know here we are let's let's think about it right like, what, what's like like, I don't, don't come at you like, hey, well, all right, so we got like, 10 minutes to go, so you got to so give me you, this. Yeah, you're yeah. going to hit that line the way we talked yeah. about it earlier, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah, no, no. Like, Somebody who's just... Somebody who, who who can, like, approach the scene and and really, like, just match my level and just yeah. like, right. you'd be like, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah, what, well, what, I, like, I feel like the best directors, like, their tone matches the scene that's going on absolutely yeah it's it's like it's got to i feel like absolutely yeah, yeah. definitely absolutely. it's almost like acting in its own right it's like you've got to at least be able to put yourself into that right it's scene like, or that you're, like you're, headspace like you're, you said you're acting as like the facilitator yeah for what's going on right exactly yeah. i mean and that's you can see that you can see that in sports you can see that in yeah office. true like People are like, you know, what is it from uh, from Remember the Titans? Attitude reflects leadership. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Attitude reflects leadership. Mm. So, well, even I, from like, say, like a coaching standpoint, like if things are going well, you know, you see, you know, you see that they're a bit more calm, they're a bit more loose. Right. You know, they're, you know, they're, the, the way that they oh interact God, with the players yeah. is different. A director, and if things are yeah. downhill, it's like you can tell when there's like that kind of tension of like, all right, like you know, shit needs to like turn around. Oh like, yeah. Now and you, you can, know. And you can tell, you can tell because everybody can feel it. Everybody can feel it yeah. in, a, in a production or anything. Like if something's not going well, everybody knows it. Yeah, yeah. And so you look to your captain, you look to your, you know, commander, right? Your mm-hmm. person to be like, what do we do? Yeah. And if they're just acting like everything is fine, that's it's gonna, you're not doing us a favor. Yeah, right, yeah. right. It's wrap it up, like <laughs> you know, yeah, like, no, it's you not, know, you, you, it's not, you, you can't like. You can't front like everything's going fine no. when that is not the reality no, of the that's situation. Not the case. That's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, tangent a little bit. You talked about earlier um, just uh, uh, empathizing with your characters and like trying to tune out like whatever you feel and just trying to feel what they feel. I'm curious to hear how you felt um, with how you related to the the Sam character in Unknown Caller. Mm. Um, I feel like, for those of us listening, I feel like we should plug somewhere they can see this, the final product, once it's ready yeah, to go. Like, yeah, well, um, see, that's, that's kind of up in the air right now, because... Uh, Will was so kind as to come over to help us with some ADR stuff, and we we're gonna uh, choose out some festivals and submit it. So once uh, once once it hits once the, the green light goes, yeah, once once it hits the festival circuit, then we can put it out on the social medias for all to see all the 
find folks that were kind enough to well, like after donate. It's the festival. Yeah, ab- after, <laughs> yeah. after, yeah, after yeah. yeah, the festival. Starts. Once yeah. they once they see that, once they see that, um, I feel I feel like wait, what was your question? <laughs> Just like how, like how how did um you like relate to Sam as a character? Um, Sam Sam as a character, I feel like he's. He's he's somebody that's I mean as as many people are like not dealt a fair hand, in the sense of like. He had a dad who committed suicide, and he has a sister who has been all her life like struggling with mental health issues, and none of those things are things that people sign up for. Um, but yet we have them, we have to deal with them, we have to grapple with them, and. My understanding of Sam has just grown over the months. Like, um, like I met with you earlier, you know, to to rework some of that stuff, and you get to know a character the more and more time that that you spend with him. And he is Sam is somebody you know you can't judge him, but you do have to understand him. And I I feel like Sam is somebody that's just been he's just been hurt, and he's trying to mask a little bit of that hurt by being with the quote right people or um partying you know trying to numb uh what it is that right. he's going through anything to block out the noise that is what is actually going on um in his life that's kind of how i feel about him maybe sam should have become an actor yeah, yeah, I think that might have helped. I think I think that might have helped. He he went the business route. Oh, that's oh. where you go wrong. That's where you went wrong. Never go the nine to five, Sam. He, he he got stuck in the nine to he five. He got stuck in that cubicle, man. He got stuck in the nine to five. He couldn't yeah. break down those walls. Yeah, it's uh, Sam. He he's kind of like like yes, like he he has like a lot of um. Like a lot of like bad things that happen to him, but at the same time, it's like he's kind of like fucking up too, and like not, not. Uh, but we all we all do that, right? Man. Right? Right? It's we all do that, right? Definitely. But it's like, like at what point um, do you like take personal responsibility for how your, uh, you know acting in a way that's like out of line with like how you should be acting but see that's where as i the actor i can't judge him that harshly right and i have to give i have to give him justice of what like the text that is before me Mm. you know what what are the words before me and what do i have to go off Mm. of I can't judge him that harshly to be like, well, you should have done this. No, and you no. You should have done this because I, me, will. I should have done this and that and the other. Oh, abso- absolutely. It's not, it's not Will, though. You know? It's Sam. Exactly. And he's only going to do what you're given on the page. Exactly. No, yeah, what you're given yeah, on the page yeah. and what there is before. And yeah. that's that's my job to take that. I can't be too critical of him. Right. Yeah. Right. I like that. Wow, that, that's a really good perspective. Yeah. I can't be, like, no matter... And this isn't just a Sam thing. Like this is, you could yeah. you could be playing a villain, mm-hmm. and Sam isn't a villain. No, Sam's not a villain. But like there are villains in other productions. I mean, Joaquin. Have you seen Joker? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you have the. You do you think he could judge him? 
No, and think there's no way he could have to pull that off. You're a terrible guy for blowing that guy's brains away. Yeah, like no, you you can't. You you. There's got to be like I I feel like no degree of that. In a way, you have to you have to justify. Right, you have to understand who they are and where they're coming from. It's kind of like their product of their circumstances. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I think it's cool because like you you go about your performance. And then the people who watch it, they get to decide for themselves, mm-hmm. like, what they think of this right. person. That's where the interpretation right. comes yeah. in. Right, right. Not yeah. with, uh, with anybody involved. And oh, what were we talking about? There was something else before this, too. We were talking about something where, oh, oh, it was about, um, um, I think, like, figuring out the character. It's like, that's not necessarily anybody... Th- that's involved it's not their job to do that right mm. it's the viewer's job to do that yeah. because that's where that's really the only time interpretation matters right yeah. right oh, yeah. yeah it's almost like it's like a mission you got to set out and tell this fucking story as as honestly as you can yeah or as it's meant to be told yeah exactly and then exactly. after that, then you can reflect and say this character should have done this or should have done that or, you know. Oh, right. yeah, because if I mean, if we, we could do could have, would have, should have all the time. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Like if, for instance, like with the Joker, you know, you could be like, well, if only one person would have treated him nicely, you know, all this stuff. Could have changed, like, everything. changed everything. But they didn't. But and so we have to tell it, though. That's, right. That's the way we have to tell it. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because. Like, like in that, like, interpretation, it brings up, like, all these, like, uh, different uh, ideas on, like, uh, personal philosophies. Like, when bad things happen to you, do you have, like, this mindset of, like, victimhood? It's like, mm. oh, this shitty sh- things happen to me, so I... I feel uh, like endowed to act a certain way because you know I'm just the product of my circumstances, so I can be a piece of shit if I want to. Um, or or do you like transcend that uh, to the point where you're like, yes, these bad things happen to me, but I'm still going to like strive for like. A, a greater good than what the cards yeah. that have been dealt to me. Right. That's, that's, I feel like a greater question of just like people and, and in humankind. Yeah. Now I'm just philosophizing. Well, that's what we're trying to explore though. <laughs> and, and, and as, you know, as creators or actors or whatever it is, that's, that's what we want to figure out is, you know, you have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, honestly, pee. I do too. Wait, I have to okay, pee. Okay. We'll rotate. We're going to okay. rotate. All okay. Right, so, yeah. okay. So we'll, we'll go ahead. First. He's the guest. And then we're, 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 Ooh, we're we just keep, gonna we keep getting banter. We yes. keep, this is good. Yeah. You got to go downstairs. Unfortunately, awesome. the upstairs toilet is out of commission. Dude, this is going We keep well. getting banter sessions dude. and honestly I like it. Dude. People got to pee more. Dude, honestly. Hydrate more and pee more, listeners. I think I don't think it's going too bad. <laughs> this is the way the banter always is. This is pretty good. This is good. It's good. I like it. It's a good talk. I hope that anybody that's listening is picking up on some good little acting tips and quips because we're digging deep. It's one perspective, but it's a good very good perspective, oh, very good. sound. Oh, he's good actor. Um, I work with know. the guy. He's a yeah. good guy. Yeah. Um, I've seen him in action. Yeah. But how was your day, Paul? Um, 
so tired, but it's okay because Peers and Bears is yet it's yet to pay the bills, but it will soon. Because well, the sponsors I, that are now well, listening are going to recognize the the quality of this content. You know, Paul, I would not hold out. I would not hold your breath. But I hope. Oh, well, but that's why I'm tired is because I'm not holding my breath. But I'm holding out hope. I feel like I would be more tired if I were holding my breath. I would probably pass out. Yeah, but I'm tired from not. What I'm saying is I'm tired from not holding my breath that this will be the bread and butter because I'm Become doing other things. monetizable. Yeah, Paul Paul is a, he's a salt of the earth. Uh, he's a worker. He's a worker. Out of necessity. Well, I'd, yeah. I'd love to not do shit. That'd be dope. But would you really like that, though? No, I would just like to do easier things to make more money. Yeah, well, they you know they well, say well easy easy is relative. I just mean like enjoyable things. I feel like if 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 you're not getting those calluses, then the work can't be worth a dime. And I don't mean like literal calluses. I mean like brain calluses. It's just just boring. Right, right. It's just like it's just like mind numbing stuff. At yeah. uh, DIY, are we allowed yeah. to say that? Just say that much. Only say that much. I don't know how much we're allowed to say. Yeah. I it mean, doesn't matter. But it's like that's a it's it's I feel like it's part and parcel with um just like being being a an artist a oh, it creator is. At, no, at, it is. at the at these younger stages it's like you got to do some bullshit. Right. The, you have to like work for your opportunity to get the time to spill out that like a uh, creative energy yeah, that juice. you've been building up. You've got to unleash the juice. Yeah, know? like uh, oh man, uh, but right. I, I just spill my juice all over the place. <laughs> it's it's it gets messy a lot. I'm, of the I'm gonna go spill my juice into the toilet since I'm in the better <laughs> position too. So okay. I'll be right back. And now we get some one-on-one banter. Yes, be one, right back. Banter, one, banter. One-on-one. Bruce banter. Here we go. You wanna pop those on? You wanna pop those bad Larrys on? Now I'm the master podcaster. <laughs> All right, Will. Tell me right now, you got any ladies in your life? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I want to hear specific names and oh addresses. <laughs> please, please, no. It's just me. It's just me. It's just you. It's well, just Paul and I, when you were gone, we were talking about. Um, uh, the grind a little bit and just uh, the process of working to get yourself to the place of like financial stability so you can like spill out that like creative energy that you build out. What are you doing to pay the bills nowadays? Will now the days, uh, now the days, <laughs> now nowadays, the days. I uh, to pay the bills, I I teach um, preschool, I'm a teacher of two year olds. Nice, how how do you enjoy teaching two year olds? I do, I do enjoy it very, very much. It's um, you know, some people think they're like, oh, you're, you're a preschool teacher, you're just out of daycare. No, it's it's really not like that. It's a it's a private uh, preschool. It's 
It's really nice. Um, it's a great place, uh, and it's very like play heavy. Um, you know, a lot of things like learning through play, like how to share a community space and like how to just be people. Um, it's something that's really fascinating because these, I mean, these two year olds, they've been on the planet for a very, very short time. They're they're idiots. They're just trying to figure it out. (laughs) They're at their core. They're just trying to figure it out. Ain't that all all of us, you know, as, as we all are. So I just, I get to be in like a very like unique and interesting place to like guide them in that way of like learning just how to be people and how to share things and how to, you know, how to be polite and be courteous and things like that. Right. And And it starts at that age. And it's different from, uh, you know, parenting in like the, the context of the home because Mm -hmm. you're facilitating their interactions with like peers, their own age for the first time in their life. Really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For a lot of a lot of them if they don't have like older siblings and such like this is their first time experiencing what it's like to be around other people, other humans and having to share that space and having to like share an environment and thus, you know, for them it's mostly like sharing toys or sharing paintbrushes or something. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this off to Paul, but before I go to the bathroom, I'm gonna throw up this question. Can you parallel um, your act or your acting experience with your teaching of these two year olds? Hmm. Mm. Okay. Just gonna, Just gonna careful, take a piss. Throw, don't yank anything. Throw that question out. Don't on yank me. your <laughs> F and C. <laughs> just throw that question at me. Um, is my acting like anything teach like anything with teaching two year olds? I would say. Well, yeah, like it's almost well, when you're teaching. Like, is it? I'm sorry if this is what you just talked about, but like you're almost kind of putting on like a almost like an act like for the kids, right? In order to get them to understand and to get them to you know, oh yeah, to receive the information. Like you, you know, you've got to talk to them a certain way, right? Oh, definitely. I definitely don't just talk to them like how you and I are talking. Right. There's right. way more like enthusiasm. Yeah. Like it's it's over it's over the top because that is so I guess yeah, that Steven was kinda hitting on something right there. Like you gotta like you you gotta like, you know, go that extra mile so that yeah. they can understand it. Cause if you wish very nonchalantly or just like, Oh, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. <laughs> they don't give so, a they, shit. They, they, they don't care. They, yeah. they, 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 they don't care. So you really <laughs> gotta like sell them on it. Yeah. And I try and sell them on everything. And, and honestly, I, if I can like, you know, just just convincing kids, you know, like, Oh, let's, you know, we're going to leave here and go somewhere else. Well, if they're having a ball of a time, right. You know where they are. You got to get them on board. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we're like, you don't understand (laughs) where we're about. You know, just (laughs) selling them on that kind of stuff and getting them to go. It's, yeah, it is a challenge, but it's certainly doable. Yeah. Well, like, so I don't know. Has okay. So this is this is something else too. It's it's almost it's like being in front of a crowd, right? And you've got to you've got to you've got to win the crowd over. 
right? Oh yeah. Like, do you do you ever feel like that kind of like, I don't know, maybe maybe that's a parallel, like kind of, I don't know, having actually, to having is, to be believable, you know? Yeah, like, that actually, you're 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 really on there onto something there, because like when we, when if you can get all the kids to just sit down and like be in a circle at circle time that's a small you, victory you, you've done really good yeah and so there comes a moment at least for me like when i'm sitting down on the carpet and all the kids are sitting in a circle and i'm looking out at all of them <laughs> and i'm like wow I did i've that. got your attention yeah and then it dawns on you what are you gonna do next? Yeah, to, like what are you gonna do to keep their attention? Because they'll get bored. They'll they'll get bored faster than you and I will get bored. I bet even kids these days, I can't imagine how fast they get bored. Oh, yeah. they, and these they are and iPads these are, and shit. These yeah. are two. These are kids that are two years old. They barely. Do you have iPads in the classroom? Because no. I went. No, no. We went and we did that for Spanish class. We went. And we did this. Um, like. We had to go a couple times to this uh, elementary school in Oxnard and just, like, assist in the classroom. Yeah. Oh, my. They were, like, five, and they were, like, using iPads and, like, playing, like, math games and stuff. I was like, yeah, dude, no. like, you're using this machine. Like, yeah, you don't no. even know, dude. Like, no, no. Oh, my I have, God. I have no idea what's going on with, like, in within, like, public school systems or private schools. But, like, for this particular preschool, no, yeah. we... We don't have there's there's no screens. Okay, that's if it's good. Like that's a, I good. mean, I remember when I was in public school, if there was a rainy day or something, and it was recess time and we couldn't go outside, we'd watch a movie. Yeah, For yeah. These kids, no, there's yeah. no movies. There's yeah. no nothing. We well, they're two. Can they even appreciate a movie? They, <laughs> yeah, true, be, true. These are some fans of Frozen Two that just came oh, out. Oh, yeah. I you, bet. I'll tell I you bet. right now, these kids are all cuckoo for Cocoa. Man, Puffs. it's uh, yeah, yeah. Two years old feels like like in my head, like a two year old is is not. It's it's like a just a overgrown baby. Yeah, for, yeah. For me, but like. I feel like I'm underestimating their cognitive ability. Maybe they they're they're very smart. They they understand. are they smarter than me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no 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 is no. Is Steven no, no. smarter than a kin less than kindergartner? They, is Steven smarter than a preschooler? The next podcast. <laughs> That's the show. Yeah, they are. They they pick up like a lot more than we give them credit for, and mm. they they remember things and they understand and they know, they know what's going on. Mm. It's just, well, they have to, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's survival. They're learning like fast as fuck. Like they have to, their brains are firing on all cylinders. They're literally learning how to do everything. And so they'll figure, they'll figure it out. But it's just, if there was somebody to listen to them, because they know what they're trying to say. It's just, Mm -hmm. is there a teacher who's willing to listen? Mm hmm. So enough with this baby stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, back in May, you performed in, and then there were none. Yes. And uh, was that your first professional uh, acting experience? Yes, it was. That was my that was my mm. first thing outside of Pepperdine. Nice, was, nice. How how did you enjoy that? I uh, really, experience? I I really enjoyed it. I was terrified at first, kind of like mm. what I spoke on earlier about how being in a group of people that. 
I wasn't familiar with. You know, it's like, no, I didn't go to school with these people. They've never seen me act. I've never seen them act. Uh, I was a little nervous. But once I got over that, it was, it was, it was fun. Like I just had, it was just, it's just acting, but it's even better because I'm not having to deal with going to class and, you know, mm, things like right. that. Right. And is, is there like a certain level of, I don't know, like liberation from kind of like being in like the same like social circle as these people? What are you talking about? Like with like, like yeah, with, with with like the this like professional acting experience, like not being like oh. a, tied to like the same like you know there friend def- circle. Oh, there definitely is. Like there, there was a really cool feeling about how it's looking at all these people. It's like we're all professionals. Mm. Like we're all here to do a job and mm. you know get paid. Like to to do what you need to do. We're not just here because we volunteered or because we tried out or we auditioned, you know, because we want to fill our time somehow. And that was, you know, even though you get less of that in college, it's fully, it's fully, fully gone by the time you're in the professional world doing a show like that, where you realize, wow, we are all here because we care about this and we want to do it. You know, it's, it was refreshing. It was so refreshing. That's cool. Have have you uh, have you done anything since then uh, um, professionally? Mostly, what I've been doing is just some student films here and there, and mm-hmm. things like obviously working on Unknown Caller with you. Um, I also take class with Cameron Watson, who is mm. LA's like he's the director of LA right now like for mm. for anything theater he's he's the guy and he's his class is amazing and I've learned so so much from him and he's helped me um with my own career and helping me with you know find management um mm. and you know helping me find Jerry Silverheart and and furthering my career in that aspect and you know it's just all about hustling and all about you know being ready for when opportunity knocks and being willing to say yes and to, mm-hmm. to jump at it. Who's, yeah. who's Jerry and what can you tell us about him? Jerry Silverheart is my yeah. manager. Nice. Nice. Um, he is one of the sassiest. Nice. Most just bold people that, that I've had the pleasure of knowing. Um, his uh, One of his big things is that he's the guy that uh, actually discovered and managed Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Oh yeah, back wow. back in the day, and he's uh, he's this sassy guy from New York who will just tell you all these stories about his life and what he's been through, and it's never a dull conversation. Oh yeah, I, I I bet he'll be pretty frank with you too. Oh absolutely, he'll t- he'll tell me straight up. Luckily, he's liked everything that I've done so far. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Nice. Yeah, he's he's not, he's had no problems with me and and everything. No that's, qualms. That's a dope from Jerry. So, so you you're 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 24, pretty fresh out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're covering your bases at uh, helping with these kids. Yeah, uh, man. But uh, where where do you want your uh, like acting career? Like what what is the ideal trajectory the that I- you look at? The ideal trajectory is yeah. just and how do you want to get there? <laughs> right. Like along the way, like the, ideally. The ideal the ideal trajectory is to just 
to at one point be able to act as my one like you know job yeah you know mm. for for income i'm just acting i'm not i don't have any other side jobs i don't have anything else i'm just doing gig to gig to gig yeah and because i would like to do well enough that i can take care of my family right that i can set my parents up in a place where they can just retire and just enjoy life because they've given me everything Mm -hmm. um they've done so much for me i want to set them up um and then for me i want to just be able to have a family of my own that can just live Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know not an extravagant life yeah not a life of of luxury but just be able to live to not worry and to just ultimately enable my family to pursue whatever dreams it is that they have. Right. Absolutely. And how to get that dream. Yeah. Like I, like I'd like to stay in LA. Right. I'd like to, I'd like to stay in LA and well, like, what do you want to do? Because obviously, like, you you know, you, you have a good head on your shoulders. Like, you know that it's, you know, it takes a lot of work and stuff. And you're Absolutely. doing that work actively right now, which is great. Absolutely. So, like, what, I'm just curious, because, like, like, everybody's got their own different, like, method. Like, a, you know, a, a, everybody's got a plan, you know. So, like, right. I'm just curious. Like, what, do you, what would you like to do most ideally, like, to get to that point, you know? What would that look like in your best life, you know? Oh, my gosh. If I could if I could do it any sort of way, yeah. I'd love to. I'd, I mean, I'd love to be, like, a, a series regular on mm. on on a, on a show like on you know maybe on nbc or oh, netflix yeah. or hulu yeah. like some sort of main main network or streaming service that i could be a series mm-hmm. regular on and go to work with the same people yeah and produce great truthful work that advocates for those who have stories that haven't been told and mm-hmm. And do that in like a, a setting where it's like, yeah, we're doing this for a couple of seasons, for a few seasons, a handful of seasons. You know, it's mm-hmm. the same people working together. That would be like fostering that community. Yeah, that through, would be really that, that yeah. would be really cool to like take a story that hasn't been told and then being able to be a part of that journey and just see where it goes. And if it turns out to be something, something great that'll be able to allow me to support my family great yeah awesome yeah uh, i feel like i get like a little bit like a uh, jake johnson vibes a little bit from you jake johnson you know jake johnson, johnson. jake johnson uh to the internet to the internet he's on new girl oh yeah yeah you know, I know you're, you're not the only now. person who's told me that yeah not the only person. Yeah, well, Especially, it's like right right now, particularly. Yeah. You I didn't the, know that was that guy's name, but I like that guy a lot. You, you have yeah. the beard going. He was on in right tag now. too. Yeah, he was yeah. good in tag. If there's a I little bit of tag. a beard coming out too. I've actually I've been told that before. Yeah, he's he's like he's like a, like a fun, like actor. Oh, yeah. he, he he's a very like likable guy. He's great. Oh, so likable. Yeah, he's great. I mean, everybody on that show is just they did such a good job casting that show. Max Greenfield is just he's he's hilarious. What dude. new girl? Oh, n- you mean new girl? Yeah, I yeah, that, yeah. No, yeah, new, new girl f- rules. Like, yeah. new, it's like a really good show. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, they like some uh, some TV yeah, shows Greenfield. just like get that like formula mm-hmm. for 
for a good episode down, oh, yeah. like that procedural, and then it's just like okay, we, we can have do, we can do this for like six seasons. We have yeah. something. Yeah, that's where the money's at. Like, at, like they did at, have a bomb cast too, though. Like oh, a abso- lot of ab- sick ab- people yeah. involved. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, especially like, just scrolling through here. That's. Like, that's not what I'm, like, geared towards, uh, like, as far as, like, my, like, uh, knowledge of, like, writing structure goes. Like, it's it's more, like, oriented towards, like, feature writing, but I feel like if I want to make some money, I got to start writing some pilots. Yeah. Yeah. It's pilot, pilot season's coming up, dude. Yeah. This is the time to be writing for it. It's coming up, like, pilot season. Couple when? months, like summer, couple like months, summer, summertime. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upfronts, upfronts will be <laughs> yeah <laughs> going on in New York. Now's okay. the time. Now's yeah. the time well, to write, dude. Now's the time to strike while the iron's hot. I just decided that I'm gonna write and sell a pilot, and then also become rich, and then also start dating Holly Berry. Whatever. There you want to date Holly Berry now? How old is she? I don't know. <laughs> to the internet. Enough, enough. Holly Berry age fifty three. That's wow, good for her. I mean, holy! I never would have guessed fifty-three. She's born in nineteen sixty-six. I'm born in nineteen ninety-six. That works out perfectly for me. She fifty-three. He fifty-three. If if she's honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's all fifty-threes. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, too. I hope that she's not listening. I hope she doesn't put any restraining orders. <laughs> no, we on do me. hope she's listening. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, that would actually. Be great for the brand. <laughs> that would be fantastic for the brand. Um, well, we are approaching the culmination of our Peers and Beers experience. Oh my gosh. Um, but uh, we want to know and we want to let the people know how we can keep up with your uh, ascent. Oh, well, man. Craig. Oh, man. Uh, you can... Uh, golly, I, I hate myself for this. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. No, 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 no. This is what, <laughs> that's what this part of the say. podcast yeah, follow, is about. Follow, yeah, follow, follow that's me, what the people uh, say. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. Will, with two L's, W-I-L-L, underscore, Craig, C-R-A-I-G. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, and you can keep up with me there, because that'll be the... Is that the best place? That'll be the first place that any anything with my career... You uh, got a website? Okay. No. no. Okay. 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 Squarespace. Squarespace. Personalize your website to your specifications easily for just one fat fee a year. Yeah. yeah. One thick fee with one two C's. Hefty fee. Oh, we're paying it. Yeah. We're Are paying you guys it. Really? Oh, oh we're we're on Squarespace. Rentalhouseproductions.com. Peers and beers is supported by Squarespace indirectly. But in the sense that they host our site, well, we support um, Squarespace as well. So it's, right, it's it's a give and tech. take. We scratch their back, we scratch their back. That's like you know what it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's right. like, you know. I, I think that's just a tip for tit. At that, it point. is tit for tit. <laughs> I think that's just a tip for tit. Yeah. Um. And so we we got the Instagram and. Uh, Unknown callers gonna be released to the mass public. Yeah, Vimeo or something. At some point. At some point. We're we're gonna release it on the the festival circuit right quick. 
and uh, you can see Will's beautiful face in that, and see him get into like some sad boy shit absolutely, through the process. Absolutely, absolutely, nothing but fun. Yeah, so much fun. Um, you want to tell our dear friend Will how uh, yeah. how we round out the show? Yeah. So what we do is um, we have our guest pick a note. We say thank you, and we hold out the you. And we all harmonize on the U. Okay. So it's like one, two, three, or like one, two, three, however we want to do it. Okay. Um, so it'll be like, thank you, oh, and you I hold out that. the U. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we'll give a, a little signal to cut it. All right. But you pick whatever note you want, and then we'll harmonize with your note. We're great singers. It can be tricky. It can be easy. It can be comfortable for you, whatever you want to do. You said you could sing on, so, so do your thing. All right. And... That'll be that, and it's been a, it's been a real good time. Yeah, Will, thank you uh, so much for coming through. Uh, it's I, the tremendous insight. Like, yeah. I feel like I, I think our listeners have learned a lot. Definitely, definitely, and just making the trip out here, and for uh, being so willing to continue helping out with the process, and for helping uh, a young uh, director like myself out through my first directing experience, you were a joy on set. Please, thank you for having me, guys. Seriously, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed talking with you guys. Let's oh. do our, let's do our thank you. Yeah. Let's do it. We can't Absolutely. wait to see where you go. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That was good. Hell yeah. That was good.